0: Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. We are talking the thing that made me hate New Jersey. We're talking the movies I could have made in high school. We're talking just a twisted sense of humor. We're talking trauma films, more specifically Toxic Avenger, because that's what everyone's gateway in. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. This, oh yeah this is this is like the king of the g films and i yeah. say g films not because it's g rated uh, but because there's a films, then there's d films this yeah. is like a g these are g films <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: right. but there's a
0: special <laughs> charm to it and you gotta love it i'm dub i'm here with kevin we're here with tyler and we're here with pixie wow this is i don't think it's this this combination has never been on screen at this no season. no <laughs> so let's jump right into this now, Kevin, when he came on, he started literally like um it, it was kind of like a dog that when when you have a have a treat, he's like, Let me do the trauma, 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 let me do the trauma. And if you've talked to Kevin, you know I'm not lying. So <laughs> why do you want to? And I'm gonna ask all y'all, why did you guys want to do? The trauma toxic Avenger film so much. Let's start with Pixie's and and because I think Kevin's going to go on this other world, (laughs) he's going to be last. So, Pixie,
1: well, the reason that I was when you said trauma, I was kind of like, Oh, I remember this. And really, when my boyfriend and I started dating, he was very much into horror films and like Mm. independent films, and he talked about trauma all the time. And he has, I think, honestly, like the first four of uh, Toxic Avengers, I know there's a fifth one, he has no idea what that (laughs) is. Oh. Apparently, he was looking at. There's five different things. I think was the show. I think it's, that's it's coming it out. Okay, that's this, what it is. Okay, coming out. But yeah, we were looking into it, and I was like, "How much is?" And he goes, "Oh, you don't know Troma yet, And I was like, "What do you mean I don't know Troma And he has like so he has a shelf dedicated just to. And I'm like, "Okay, babe." And we watch independent films. We watch horror films. I get scared. I leave the room. You know, it's not scary movie, about it's these. It's a cycle. <laughs> it's a cycle we have. But with yeah. these films, I was actually totally fine with it apart from a little bit of the gore round was kinda like Mm -hmm. like the dog scene. The dog scene. Anyway, I I have one rule and it's no hurting dogs. Um, uh,
0: stay away from Pet Cemetery.
1: (laughs) I have. I have avoided it like the plague.
2: Just trauma, there's no rules.
0: Okay, Tyler, (laughs) what about you? Why why did you want to do these episodes? Oh man, just
2: you know, if if the world of Geekdom, there is definitely a, a subsect that is just dedicated to this kind of nonsense um the nonsensical end of pop culture and trauma is just in the art of it yep. these movies are they're classic you know i mean you got you got to talk about it you got to discuss them on a platform like this you know there, there's a lot yeah. to discuss i mean we could sit down and just hash out some things about you know these movies and what what inspired you know just the events that take place you know yeah. in these writers to write what they write and everything there's there's a lot there nice
0: okay kevin go
3: well we've been <laughs> uh yeah, I feel like it's a build up here now um don't
0: so disappoint us <laughs> we
3: we've, we've been we've been talking the past 48 hours on the i Heart geek um marco polo where we just talk back and forth about influential films And influential songs and what is actually influential is does influential make it good or not and when it comes to films trauma is some of the most influential films to the film industry that's that's out there if you look at all the actors and all the directors and producers that have actually gotten their start in trauma that people don't even know about um it's, it's wild. I mean, the first taste of this style of that irreverent comedy or that really dark, gritty yeah. humor, a lot of times people actually got from a trauma film, whether that be Toxic Avenger, which is like the gateway drug to it, or like a poultry geist, or uh, yep. Romeo and Juliet with the raw we're going to be family, Finley. But... Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I started going. There. <coughs> but, you know, it's... Uh, Um, Yeah, it's some of the most influential movies of all time. And then, like, anybody that you show it to for the first time, like, they're absolutely stunned that these kinds of movies actually exist. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. And um, Mm -hmm. if if
2: you'll let me, I actually, I wrote down a list of just some of the celebrities that Kevin's talking about involved in these movies. It's okay. like John um, Waters.
0: I mean, it's it's that kind you know, of cult we're, following. We're
2: talking, okay, James Gunn, who wrote Tromeo and Juliet with Lloyd Kaufman. J.J. Wow. Abrams directed music. You wow. know, Trey Parker, Matt Stone are involved with Troma. Um, really? Trey Parker, actually, he's the one that made mm-hmm. Cannibal the musical. Of course.
0: Oh, I forgot that. Cannibal the musical. Yep. Right.
2: Samuel L. Jackson, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Costner, Billy Bob Thornton, Robert De Niro, Dennis Hopper, Ernest Borgnine, Paul Walker, uh, Carmen Electra, Oliver Reed, Burt Reynolds, Leslie Nielsen, Kevin Eastman, Elaine Roth, Fergie, Judy Greer, Wow, Stan Lee now, narrated in Citizen Toxie. I mean,
1: I have it's one ridiculous how I all of Hollywood
2: up, has funneled through trauma.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, there's one that that came up all the time when you look up Toxic Avenger. They say that Marissa Tomei is in it. Yeah, as an extra yeah. that comes out of the shower, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like that looks like her, but it could totally be somebody else that looks like her. And I want to know... Yeah, I always if,
3: say it's her first
0: film.
1: <laughs> is it really her? That's my biggest, like, is that really her? Because if it is, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I have no yeah, idea, to be the, honest.
3: <laughs> that's one of those things that's, like, become part of, like, the whole trauma lore, is, like, yeah. is it or isn't she? Because it's it's what everybody talks about. <laughs> yep.
0: Okay, so l- let me ask this question. I'll, i will i got to do say my introduction, then I'll kind of get out of your guys' way. But how did you guys find the Toxic Avenger trauma films world? Now, with me, I it's a two-part answer for me. Um, like I mentioned on the last show, if there was a big cutout at the video store. The first uh, hero from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that started my prejudice for New Jersey, like I talked about. You However, have my attention. I do have to say this. Um, Chris... Actually, I, I, te- I texted him and I said, you know, I'm going to talk about it again. He goes, OK, I just want to let you know all the stuff from New Jersey is if you just flew into the airport, it's 100 percent right. It stinks. Everything else is beautiful. And Bruce Springsteen. So that's that's Chris Giorgetti's um, response on it. Now, what made me actually watch the movie? Um, we watched Robocop when I was a kid, and remember the scene when the guy gets covered in toxic sludge blah, and then he walks in front of the uh, the cop car and explodes? Yeah, somebody mm-hmm. said that is just like Toxic Avenger, and that's when I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try. And that's why there I watched go. Toxic Avenger. Uh, Kevin, where did, where's your intro into the trauma film slash Toxic Avenger?
3: Okay, so I'm gonna kind of paint a picture here so tyler's is actually a tyler <laughs> here we go this, okay here we go so so tyler and i used to to smoke a lot of something that used to be illegal all the time to keep keeping family friendly right when we were coming out of high school Bait pens, and what yes. we would do is we would go to the we would go to the flea market and we would try to find just bad movies right and just put them on you know smoke and just make fun of it basically. And we were going through and I saw Toxic Avenger or one of us said, what the heck is this? And I remembered that there was a cartoon whenever I was younger. I'm like, oh, this is about a kid's show. So this is going to be a kid's movie. Wow, they made this kid's movie, yes. (laughs) They made this kid's movie into a live action. That must be really weird. We should watch this. So we didn't expect anything. And within the first five minutes, you know exactly what kind of film you're watching, <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> "Night, we're losing our minds."
0: Going, "Why did he get a guitar? Did he just get guitar get out?" I think. You no, just got I said "Losing out. our mind." <laughs> we'll see. Like it's it. It <clears throat> was.
3: It like earth shattering at that very moment. It was like, oh, um, what we were expecting a kids show, and all of a sudden you got a guy running over a kid's head, and it's like wow, it's, it's just mass nudity and like just vulgar <laughs> racism. Like it was, it's
0: horrible. It's, it's terrible. In all the
3: best ways,
0: and it, a kid show. <laughs> give me one second.
3: Yeah, the kids show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, geez.
3: So, yeah. It, Dub it, has left the building. Just, yep. yeah, yeah, Dub's Dub. gone. It absolutely blew our minds.
1: That's great, though. That's, uh oh. Dub's back? Dub's gone.
3: <laughs> that was Dub's back.
1: That's so both it's of you.
3: A, Dub turning first. into the Toxic Adventure.
1: Both of you <laughs> were together for the first. That's great.
3: Yep.
1: Like, you yeah. don't need to that long, that You, you were together. I think,
2: yeah, I'll save for sure, but. Actually, uh I have some thoughts on that uh
1: oh
0: <laughs> right, about to play okay and um we're gonna jump into uh pixie three two one okay pixie um top that one
1: <laughs> I cannot that's no um I can't say it will bring back an old school memory for all of us um remember when blockbusters existed oh heck yeah my my mom and dad used to always take me and one day my sister's babysitting me and her she's with her boyfriend and i love her boyfriend her boyfriend's still a family friend of ours but he ended up they went separate ways but at this time he was like oh babe i've heard a lot about this let's watch this so she picks one i pick one and he picks one and we leave blockbuster we go home uh, we watch hers because it's adventures in babysitting and that was my sister's favorite movie of all time yeah. since hey, came the out. parents of thor She watched it like 800 times, I swear to God. Anyway, then we put in his, because even I had said, I don't think he's gonna wanna watch mine. I picked like a kid's movie, like Disney or something. And I remember, I kept going, I can watch this tomorrow with my sister. You don't have to watch it. And he puts his in, and it's (laughs) Toxic Avenger. And we started the first like two minutes of the film, and my sister's like, you're going upstairs. We're not watching this one. And I was like, okay, let's put on a TV show or something instead. And I remember seeing some of it. And then I remember being the the child that I am coming back down and trying to watch it anyway while they were watching it. And I just, because I wanted to see what, what is this nonsense that every adult keeps telling me I can't watch yet. And I remember going, that's terrifying and walking away because not, not the dog scene, but like, not the kid scene either. There was a scene in between where he's ripping up, oh, he's fighting uh, the, the the three guys in the alleyway that were beating up on the cop. I can't think of the names right now. He's cigar,
3: fighting, face. Cigar, cigar face, Thank yeah. you. He's fighting yeah. them.
1: It gets a little bloody and gory and me at my young age was like, nope. And I ran upstairs. And I watched it again with my boyfriend like, well, honestly when we first started dating about a year ago. And I was like, oh my god, what? what? And it was so bizarre because he had picked horror films up to this point. And so putting this on was was very relaxed for me. And I was like, i watch this. I like this. This isn't bad at all. I like this. It's a very chill, like fun, dorky, gory movie. It's great. It's complete satire and I love it. And we ended up, we, we haven't watched the rest of them yet, but we rewatched it again recently. And he put on the special one that he had where it has all the like commentary and everything as well. So that was always, that was my intro, was as a child. Oh.
0: <laughs> What, what about you? I'm I'm guessing your story's pretty similar, Tyler. Yeah, Kevin.
2: I'm gonna paint a picture. Um, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> that, here we here we are. Uh, no, it was it was like everything Kevin said. You know, we we picked that out, not knowing we were familiar with Toxic Crusaders. Um, you know, all what eleven episodes. Um, and and was,
0: it was probably it was probably about when, ten too many w-
2: when that movie <laughs> kicked in, which doesn't take long. It it was just, it, we we sat there in awe of what we were seeing because up until then it was just slasher films. It was it was Michael Myers, it was Jason Voorhees and stuff with the gore and you know all that. We hadn't seen anything like this. Yeah. And while it's not super realistic, like you know some of these horror movies try to make it, it, it was enough <laughs> to 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 really push you to the to the limit. And I I really think it was like a formative time. You know, we're, we're still young and I that's when we realized, you know, because these movies will push you to find your line a lot of times because they can be pretty offensive. That's,
1: that's, yeah. that's visually. Way of and it. Yeah,
2: they can they can be offensive literally with some of the things that are said. And we found that our line is a lot further away than we thought.
0: <laughs> um,
2: way and, further. And, and, you know, I think it was kind of a bonding thing there. Like, you know, did we just become friends? And it It was it was really something i'll tell you it was we didn't realize that kind of stuff was out there just yet and when we found it we went ham we we went back to, back and just started finding everything we could from this this movie maker trauma nice you know?
1: well, and,
3: and that 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 night right there i have thought that was such like an important night of my life yeah. <laughs> i've thought back at that night so many times so okay so Good
0: memory. <laughs> Let, let's talk genres. Where does it fit? I mean, it's it's funny, it's gross, it's crude. It was made by like a nine-year-old and their and their twelfth-grade big brother. That's I don't know what genre this fits in. What genre does this stuff fit in, Tyler?
2: It's a trauma movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you tell. In, it. That's how you describe it to watch. Yeah, they don't have a genre. They, they, it's it's a horror movie, but it's a comedy. You know, it's a political commentary, but it's also satire. You know, all the way through. It's it when somebody asks what kind of movie it is, it's a trauma film. It's a trauma you movie know, that is its genre. It's become its own thing,
0: um, oh, kind of the same way as like a Tarantino or a. Kevin Smith or a John Waters film is kind of they're kind of only. Let's be honest, this is less well made (laughs) than any of those. (laughs) That's
2: that's its it's
1: charm, though.
0: Yeah,
1: I would say it gives it. And well, I'm sure we'll get it. Going to go
0: that route. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely not saying there's anything wrong with what it is because it doesn't make any apologies for what it is. It's cheese ball. It's Mm. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I mean, it's not. You can't take it seriously, and if you go into it try and take it seriously, you're going to hate every second of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My so, go ahead. My my answer to your question of what genre is it? The only genre besides trauma that I would label it was when he and he even said this in the documentary about himself. But when he said these are the type of movies we make, and we had to switch everything around and make a new type of movie, the Toxic Avenger was supposed to be like a gore satire. And it was still in that grindhouse phase during the 70s and 80s where they were pumping out films in between the big films. And when all the big companies came out, started taking away his genre at the time, which I believe was like teen sex comedies. He said, I had to come up with something new. And Toxic Avenger was my something new. It wasn't horror, but it was. It wasn't, uh, you know, satire, but it was. It wasn't this. It was
0: a little porky's.
1: It was a little bit of everything, but it was enough to get people to go to a theater and watch stuff. And I still remember he was not allowed. He well, wasn't allowed. He wasn't able to find a theater except for like in New York somewhere. And I wrote it in my notes. There was a very nice French lady who was the only person for like thousands of theaters that would play Toxic Avenger. And they couldn't get anybody else to play it. Hmm. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, I'm writing that down for later. That's that's a note to save. And now I can't find it.
0: I, I think <laughs> I Ideal place to watch this would be at a drive-in theater. Yeah, I, I would love yeah. to watch. I mean, That'd I watched them cool. um, on like the a- USA Up all night. Do you remember all those? Uh-huh. That's where I found this stuff. Nice. So, I mean, but I would love to see it in a, th- in, a in a drive-in, I don't want to see it in a theater theater because mm-hmm. the only theater that you'd see it in, the floor would be real sticky. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but
2: a movies really- sticky enough because of the because <laughs> of the Coca-Cola.
0: The Coca-Cola, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you got the joke, you know what I'm talking about. You're probably old enough to get the joke if you got it. <laughs> okay, let's... Now, the animated Toxic Avengers, did that ruin or did that continue the, the trauma? The, that, I think that's an important question. I, I have my own opinion, but I'll wait on that one. Kevin, you just look like you have something on that.
3: I am so happy for the animated cartoon theory. Really? because. Okay. If it was not for the animated cartoon series, I would never have actually seen Toxic Avenger. Okay? So, it so like, thank God they put a kid's show to this horrible, wretched
0: movie. So <laughs> and it's, that, it's, it's truly a kid's show. It's a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. It's a
3: kid's show. Like, yeah. they, it's talk about indoctrinating me at a young age. Like, they showed this show when I was, like, six or seven years old so that whenever I was 18 or 19 and I realized how grotesque, the character model actually is like um so thank god for it i mean it sucked I and mean, that's not it's not a, oh it
0: was it, it's terrible It's horrible
3: but i mean it's it, thank god for it because how many other people like tyler and i saw it because of the kids show right.
0: probably uh more than would admit it <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna guess
3: a lot,
2: a lot of trauma
0: <laughs> trauma lot, from trauma, trauma. <laughs> okay which talk, as I said, I know we're sticking on the Toxic Avenger stuff because let's be honest, that's the only thing I really have knowledge on. I've seen Cannibal the Musical, but I didn't even know that was a trauma film. Which Toxic Avenger film was your favorite and why? Um, let's start with Ellie.
1: Oh, no. Uh, I've I So as I mentioned, my boyfriend has them all. I have not seen all of them yet. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm going to stick <laughs> with the one that I have seen, which is the first one. Okay. Um, I do like it. I did, again, it's a great storyline, even though it's, <laughs> it's so silly and awesome and weird at the same time. I, I love that there's still like a little bit of like a love story to it and a little bit of my hero and my savior. And I also yeah. love the strange fact that nobody else calls him Toxic Avenger in it. I find that interesting.
3: They call it's him Melvin.
1: They call him Melvin or they call him the monster. I love that. Love yeah. that so much. Anyway, that first one would be my favorite one really because I haven't gotten the other ones yet. I like to be fair.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Kevin, what's yours? Um,
3: well, all the movies are so different. Like you could tell whenever they, they really made, are the when they made two and three, they made two and three together. Like they almost like filmed too much. And so they split it into two movies and um, you could tell they were trying to almost do it for a wider audience at that point. Like toxic Avenger had become popular. So we're going to produce these two movies. Like at the end of the third movie, he's fighting the devil. And it's like Toxic Avenger vs. the Devil. The fourth movie with Ron Jeremy actually has a point in that movie where I'm like, oh, there's my line. There it was in Toxic Avenger 4. Um, but uh, no, my favorites is the number one. It's one of my top movies of all time uh, is Toxic Avenger 1. Nice. I just, I love that movie. I can put it on and just die laughing every single time I watch it. Tyler?
2: Um If I'm gonna pick a toxic Avenger movie, that's gonna be my favorite. I think it's it's gonna have to be uh, number four, Citizen Toxie. Really? They went hard. They went
3: hard. They (laughs)
2: went hard. (laughs) They pulled all the stops and said all those lines we haven't crossed yet. Let's go find them. Yeah. Uh, It was. It's terribly offensive and it is bloody and violent and but it just the most campy kind of way. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, I respect number one for what it is. Um, you know, it's I'm not going to have the uh, Batman 89 debate on that. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and two and three were fun, but they weren't great. And they, when they came out with four, I was just like, wow. OK, I'm
0: going wow. <laughs> to disagree with you because actually my favorite was three. <laughs> really? I really enjoyed three. Was because... it the most
2: influential or No.
0: Don't shut you know. up. That, that's another <laughs> private conversation. <laughs> I liked 3, not because the influential or anything else, but because of the Deadpool-esque talking directly to the camera, oh, okay, breaking okay. the fourth oh. wall the whole time. It's all Some people don't like Miramax. <sharp> Some people don't like yeah. Universal. Why can't we have trauma films? <sharp> breaking, I'm like
2: super self-aware.
0: There's something about that. it just made my heart really happy with that, mm-hmm. and I felt like Deadpool took a lot as a character from this. I think Deadpool could live in the Troma universe very comfortably.
2: Yeah. yeah. Is,
0: there any, is there anybody else you guys think could live in the Troma universe that's like a modern superhero or anything or just regular character? Anybody got any ideas on anything? Hmm. The
1: the girl that was in Deadpool with him, Super on Sonic.
0: Oh yeah. But I, I, but she'd she'd have to end her- up being um, R rated and I don't wanna see that.
2: <laughs> oh I could definitely see uh I could definitely see Polka Dot Man from Suicide Squad. Oh my gosh Yes, you know? yes. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean I mean heck uh, Peacemaker could make it in Peacemaker. That. You know?
1: Uh, I think it's directed by James Gunn. I could absolutely see anybody that James Gunn has directed in anything he's done in, in trauma. Right.
2: <laughs> Drama. Well, I mean, it's- he's been through trauma, he's been around trauma. So, I mean, now it's kind of making sense.
3: You know, and isn't that amazing? You know, Lloyd Kaufman was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He yeah. was. He was. Lloyd Kaufman was a prisoner in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. I remember watching it going, uh-huh.
2: "Oh my
1: god, there he is!" My wife was uh, the same thing, and I need to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, he's in I the can't... prison,
3: and he's like, "Ah!"
2: They're up on <laughs> up on the like... second floor, shouting and yelling down. You'll see him right there.
1: Okay, I'm rewatching this. <laughs> and let's tell you what,
0: let's talk Lloyd Kaufman for a second. This guy has, uh, he's kind of like, um. Who Al- Alan Moore, who did The Watchmen and all that, he hates everything in the world, and he is just a miserable human being. But I wonder how much, how this beauty, just like I say with Alan Moore, how this thing just like subversive thoughts, but at the same time reaching everybody with a heart of gold over the top of it. How does mm-hmm. that come out of that? Just. I don't. I've never met him personally, but everything I've ever seen, he's kind of, he's he's a miserable human being. Is that everyone else's experience as far as Lloyd Kaufman goes, or that that's just what I've okay. seen? So I don't know if that's a so. So we, we met, met him,
3: him. Yeah, yeah. Tyler and I have met met Lloyd Kaufman at Comic Con um, huh? at, at MegaCon in Orlando, and um, it was funny because nobody. Uh, you know how they have like the conferences where they'll like have a talk. Yeah, He was not on any of the flyers. And even though he was not on any of the flyers, his room was completely packed just by word of mouth of people saying this. And he even said, he goes, look, they didn't give me a projector. I asked for a projector. I was going to give you guys a screening um, um, a, of the classic Newcomb high volume two. They, they show me no respect in the movie industry. They show me no respect here. And look that's what
0: I'm talking about.
3: Yeah. And he goes, he goes, look, it wasn't even on the flyer and look at everybody here. And like, Meanwhile the like the workers were, like walking through trying to fix his projector,
2: you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> Super yeah, he,
3: nice guy though. We talked yeah, to he, him about his He band. was a sweetheart. hmm
1: What what I did see from the from the um the video I told you guys where I was, my boyfriend made me watch like information on him as a as a uh, director, as a person that's created traumas, you know, all this good stuff, was I didn't know that he was gay. And it was funny because they brought it up, they said he was actually bullied a lot for Apparently, subjectifying women in all his films, and he he came out and was like, "Man, you know, watching well, you know, helping with Rocky was great because I got to see him shirtless and um mm-hmm. and what what were we talking about again?" And he does it like a few different times when he talks about men, and I was mm-hmm. like, "No, he's up," and he said, "He's like, oh, I'm gay, hundred percent. I, I don't understand. Like, I still don't understand why anybody said he was against women because, to be honest, it looked like he was for women. Well, he said, like, a lot of."
2: Well, a lot of of boobies in his movies. I think that was probably. It's
1: objectifying
0: to say (laughs) that says all the guys to the girl, I know, but.
1: I know. Well, (laughs) interesting moment. (laughs) But, like, a lot of the women that were in his films would ad lib and would add scenes and go, ah, this is too much. I want to do something else. And a lot of the women love it. it. I was gonna yeah. say a lot of his actors, men and women alike, would all say he let me, you know, I, he gave me a script. I had two lines and I ended up walking away with, the you know, fifth in the movie or whatever. And it's like, dude, if you could go in and just be like, can I add some more to this scene? Can I do this instead? Like, how do you know those women didn't take off their bra intentionally because they were uncomfortable with the scene? Like, I can't say he subjectified women or objectified them in any way, shape or form because it doesn't seem that way. It seems like he was more into the men of the film than he was into the women of the film.
2: And I think like Lloyd Kaufman as a director, that's part of what made him so successful because he's you know, it's not the big blitz and glam and stuff. But I mean, loved trauma has been around for how long, you know, 40 years now. Uh. I mean, it, the, the guy gives people freedom to do what they want, whether it be the actors, it be anybody he's working with, you know, you got a lot of room to play. And I think that's why a lot of Hollywood has funneled in through trauma because it's, yeah. it's a place to go and just learn your craft and try something new. Um, you got an idea. Nobody's going to accept anywhere. Go to you go there. Trey <laughs> Parker, when he was making uh, cannibal musical, nobody wanted that. No, like Sundance didn't even like was like, no, get that out of here. Troma said, bring it on. And it it was I think I heard it was like two years later, South Park came out and then everybody jumped on. Look at Trey Parker. He's great. You know, yeah, Um, yeah, that's just that was Lloyd Kaufman. though. That's that's what he started out, just wanted to do something fun. And, you know, a lot like you hear Kevin Smith talk about. I just want to make movies, man. I got some ideas. I got some stuff. I want to have some fun. Yeah, You know, and meanwhile, you got these little bit of undertones of little, you know, messages here and there, you know, but it's way subdued because you're so distracted by, you know, somebody's arm being ripped off and then put through a meat Beaten slicer. Yeah. You know. oh, I
1: <laughs> heard that the one guy, I can't think of his name now, but when you go into the, the three robbers that go into the restaurant, one of those guys actually had a prosthetic arm. So when he ripped off his arm, it was actually <laughs> his prosthetic arm that he was oh, awesome. to open. That's amazing! I I was cracking up. I was like, "That's beautiful." Thank you. Thank you for that. Nice.
3: (laughs) There's, there's one of my favorite lines of any movie ever in that one scene, and I cannot say it right now, so it'll be just
2: guitar. It's gonna be the serial killer joke. No, like, like, like the I'm body not. laying with a mound of cereal and cereal boxes on them. What we have here is a genuine serial killer. Yeah, well, really,
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I had heard that um, in the Sandman, um, and I know that you read this, Tyler, where they had the serial, the serial serial killer convention that was oh, yeah. based on a trauma idea. Oh, okay, and so I mean, I so can let's, see it. Let's talk influences real quick. Um, I want to hit this one real quick because this one's... I mean, I say, without Trump, we don't have a Kevin Smith. We don't have a a Quentin Tarantino doing Pulp Mm -hmm. Fiction. We don't have... uh, Well, him and Waters Waters came out at the same time. So, I mean, they influence each other, I think. But I want to talk about a current one, and I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to get out of the way because Kevin wants to talk about it. Um, A new Netflix show called uh, Guardians of Justice, which is um guardians of justice or injustice no justice justice it's 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 terrible um (laughs) with that being said (laughs) i love every second of it
1: there's is god that that, you sound like a trauma
0: fan it should be a trauma movie um really it's just so i I don't wild kevin take it i i I don't know what i want to say about this
3: oh god is it wild i mean so Dub, Dub introduced me to this show a couple weeks ago and I, I was like, the way he was describing it, it sounded great. He was like, this is the worst thing you're ever going to see. Don't go in thinking it's going to be good. You're going to love it. I'm like, all right, cool. So, <laughs> it so, is. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I've been looking and, and listening to a bunch of trauma stuff this week. As I was watching Guardians of Justice, you can see the influence, like it's all through it, of trauma. Just yeah. how it, its almost like an experimental show. Like every episode, it's—it's it's brilliant, and it—and and it, you can—you really see the influences from some from like a, um, you know, from *Troma*, where it's almost like an art house type feel. But there's this layer of super smartness underneath it. You know, like it's very dark but very smart at the same time, and it gives it a good balance.
0: With a stupid top, its its, it's a cake. It's a cake. It's got the it's a frosting of stupid. And then it's got the cake of like, okay, this is content. And then it's got the filling that's like really smart. It's got the raspberry filling that's like really smart. And that's the genre
3: that trauma is, or cakes. So there it is.
0: Okay, I want I want everybody to give me a real quick your friend comes up and you want them to watch a trauma movie. You have 30 seconds to sell them upon watching it. Let's start with Tyler, and you're going to go next, Ellie. Uh,
2: it, dude, it's trauma. You can't sell somebody on trauma. Come on. <laughs> I
0: think uh, you can. You just got to
2: stumble into it. Um, you know, you got to know, first, is my is my friend of like mind? Because if they're not, then forget it. Then you're not your friends anymore. But, I mean, you know, basically, all I, all I would tell somebody, which I have in the past, is, you know, if, you have a line and you want to find it. Troma's going to get you there.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, there number 4
2: did there there right. is movies like Terra Firma that as I get older, I can't I can't watch that as much anymore. Like it's just oh uh, kind of uh, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's so much. It be, you know, two hours is just too much of what it is, you know. So, yeah, sure yeah if if it, if you have a line, you'll find it eventually with Troma.
0: Okay. <laughs> Ellie, sell us.
1: Uh, it's really hard to do. Jeez, I wrong? know. <laughs> um, I that's why I, I gave it like, to y'all and not me. <laughs> the best, I, I don't know. The best that I could do it would say, uh, if you want something dumb, stupid that you'll never forget, but that will always be like a classic film that you will never realize how many people it has influenced. That films that you love, TV shows that you love, watch a trauma film. Yeah. And that would be the best way. And, and if they go, well, what's a trauma film? I'd be like. Just look up Tromaville; it'll lead you to a world, an entire people still use. God, am I living in Tromaville to this day? Just look up Tromaville; (laughs) figure it out. Nice. You'll you'll find the Alice in Wonderland loop all the way down Rabbit Hole.
3: (laughs) Kevin, it's the most influential. Film company, let it
0: get that word out of your
1: of vocabulary. all time, nobody
3: <laughs> I know it's influential, it's all we're talking Inside about. Inside
1: joke, like, <laughs> yeah, no,
3: but it's 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 real. I mean, it, it as far as any,
1: yeah,
2: no, you're right,
3: yeah, it's everybody after that, like you can just you see it through certain movies. And if you want to mm-hmm. know film history, you need to know about trauma,
0: yeah. No, so so there, I, I have two ways to sell my first one. Did you like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Yeah. Okay, then watch Trauma. <laughs> or, or my 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 personal favorite way. Remember how we were in high school and the movies we would have made? That's trauma.
2: That's a good one, right there. That's yeah. a good yeah. There you go. Yeah, you
1: because
0: know, when you're in high school, you don't have those limits. Right. <laughs> hey, and let me let me clarify
2: too that with everything I've said about just all these lines they push and just how it's just it's so much. These are fun. That's the whole point. It's they're not. It's, it's not, not made to challenge the you. Yeah, the, you know, you got your your gory movies and stuff that are like um, referred to as torture porn or something like that, like Saw slasher that films. Yeah, yeah, these aren't that. Not in, in the least. These movies are made with like twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, portable so. practical effects. Oh yeah, terrible. Are, so Army campy. of Darkness looking Dude. stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. They that Army of Darkness is Star Wars compared to these. You know,
1: <laughs> I, I yeah. feel... I feel like one of my favorite, like, kind of lines out of movies. Like, I feel like a lot of them nowadays. I'm like, was that influenced by trauma? Like, any line that I'm loving out of movies, I'm like, I wonder, I wonder what, what happened the other day, like, how did, how did that line come to be, and did they watch trauma films before they came up with the script? Because it, you watch it, and like the other day, I was, I was joking about Klatu Vrata anecdote. and my buddy's like, oh, I remember that from, and I can't think of the name now. Army Army Well. He referenced one of the other films for that group. Poultry No. He referenced, all, oh, so Quattro Brevnik, was from uh, Vader, still. And he referenced a line from a movie that he jokingly said it in, and I can't think of the name now, but I can't wonder, like, how many directors were influenced by Lloyd because of all of his, like, amazing works. Yeah. I'll remember the name of that movie later. But it's classic, a guy with a chainsaw arm at one point in the films. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Evil Dead, yeah, Evil Dead. <laughs> Yep. thank you bruce African campbell being just out. bruce campbell being him is any of that based on like did they watch trauma before they made that film because I feel sam, like sam I, raimi was sam raimi
0: is incredibly affected I, by trauma i believe
1: i feel like a lot of the movies that i love are are from that even peacemaker because you mentioned it earlier i'm like all of james godden's stuff now i'm like nope it's all based on trauma it's all i can see now it's all i can get just that mind
3: <laughs> It well, is. And that's, that's what was so cool about Lloyd Kaufman um, being in there. Cause Lloyd Kaufman did that as a favor to James Gunn. It was, it was James Gunn's first real big movie. so he said, Hey Lloyd, can you come and be in this movie? Cause I want to basically honor you. You know, I, I got into, um, Troma has an app for like five bucks a month. And I got it this month to start refreshing on all the talks. Cause I lost all my movies and I was refreshing and I'm going through there. You guys would not believe, like, it's like anybody that wants to make a film, they can make a film with trauma. Like, I I was going, I was clicking on some of these movies and I'm like, it looks, it looks like if I took a camera and it, but that's the beauty of it though, right? Like, that's why it's so influential is that you have all these directors just getting their feet wet and they have an outlet to do it.
2: There's a movie that where it's made for a thousand dollars by James Gunn's wife at the time. Like, like they they both star in it. They're both um, well-to-do, like Hollywood types that want to do good for the community, and they want to help the homeless. So they hand out suckers to the homeless. And inside, inside the the wrapper is like some inspiring art that James Gunn did. You know, like huh. to to help motivate you not to be homeless anymore. You know, <laughs> like it, it's just a ridiculous concept but you know amazing the movie was made for like a thousand bucks and it does it looks like it was shot in a home video but that was trauma they they took all the outcasts all the outliers and said come here we got a home for you you know that's the way lloyd operated
0: i i do have a question for us. three of us on here are parents so i'm gonna ask you and you can pretend to be a parent at what <laughs> age do you let your son and or daughter because it might be two different ages watch I, we all started with toxic avengers so what at what age do you let them watch Toxic Avenger? Sit down with dad and watch Toxic Avenger hey. or oh, mom.
2: Yeah, I I got the two boys. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I know my boys, and it ain't gonna be anytime soon. One's one's eleven, the oldest, and I'll probably wait till he's about sixteen.
0: Really that old? Oh, he will have experienced all that before he's sixteen. Eh. <laughs> I know his dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but still, uh, I me as a parent. If he finds it out there in the world, that's one thing. Okay. If fair I'm going to sit him down and be like, watch this. You know, the mm-hmm. 16 probably, I
0: think, fair enough. Oh, I remember doing uh, Pulp Fiction with my kids when they were 12. Watch this. <laughs> <that was> wrong. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. really. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? What did you... you oh, You, sit down, already already seen your little, him. you sit down, you little... <laughs> oh, wow. My little
3: six-year-old's <laughs> already seen him. No, and that's why
0: he lost custody. I got it. Okay, I got gotcha. you. There it is, And That's the. Divorce. There it is. That went dark fast.
3: Um, man, that's a hard question because I mean, I I watched him at nineteen years old, and I think I was still too young. Uh, I don't. Mean, I, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say sixteen, but I mean. And it's a lot that goes on in them. and I can only picture her as a six year old right now. So let me see her mature a little bit before I give that solid answer
0: what what about you pixie in in the in this Etherverse where you have a yeah if,
1: if I had a little one if I mean, had I had have a, a dog, but that's not the same. yeah uh,
0: no, I make my dogs watch it.
1: look at it.
0: look at it no. watch
1: it no um, <laughs> the it's funny because I, I would have said around 11 or 12 because for me i i don't know hearing you guys actually as parents say oh god no that's too no for me it's like that's not a bad example of like bullying and what they will experience when they go into high school because that they're gonna
0: throw you toxic sludge and
1: (laughs) he got bullied that was a hundred percent what's gonna happen when they go to high school they're either gonna get bullied or they're gonna be the bully or they're gonna be witnesses that do nothing and I can I, find
2: an episode of Saved by the Bell that'll probably suffice.
1: And though I probably could find <laughs> other alternatives, if if my boyfriend was like, babe, we should totally let them watch this, I would be like, yeah. yeah you're you're yeah. not wrong, though. If, if if we put it on, and they Trunky. seem interested in it, or if I show them the trailer, and they're like, yeah, I'll watch it with you, I'll be like, okay. But if they, if they aren't interested in it, and they don't want to watch it, part of me is going to be like, okay, watch what you want to watch. Like, what are you interested in? What do you want to... Because part of me wants them to To grow on their own too
0: but i feel like that's
1: a good age because that's when they start questioning everything or acting like they're smarter than their parents because i've seen it firsthand with my nieces and nephews (laughs) 11 12 that's when they're like i already know thanks
0: well we have a rule in our house when our when our our boys when they turn 12 we took we take them to their first r-rated movie me me and whichever kid just turning 12 and they get to see their first r-rated movie with that i'm i know they've seen them before but but that is the cutting off point i'm like okay at this point you're old enough and mature enough to make your own decisions if for what you want to put in your brain yeah. and that's really how i've always treated my kids and honestly i wouldn't want them to watch it at 12 but by 14 i would expect for them to be watching it
2: yeah yeah 100
1: mm-hmm. yeah i didn't yeah. say my kids
2: aren't going to watch this stuff by then Oh, they will. Or, or already You're are. in Florida,
1: man. What do you think? You know?
2: I mean? <laughs> yeah, right? No, just saying, I just think it's, just it's hard for, for me to sit them down, you know?
0: Yeah, it's hard for us to get
3: us into the mindset of
0: Yeah, You guys have younger kids. kids. And mine are older.
3: Yeah, so we I have mean, younger kids.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, separate. You, and you know 12. what? Tomorrow's <laughs> Friday. I mean, do it. <laughs> oh no, dude, do, do it the day before you come to con. <laughs> come, oh, come to shoot. Vegas Comic Con. <laughs> Kids, I'm gonna sit down. We're gonna watch this, and then I'm gonna leave and you don't get to ask any questions. You're no. gonna learn today. <laughs> no. <laughs> this Grandma. is gonna change your thinking.
3: <laughs> I love Toxic Avengers Soap I dude, I watched it again the other day, and I dude, it's so you don't see his face for like three quarters of the movie whenever he turns into toxic and then all of a sudden you only see his face like it's not that big of a deal like they yeah, hit his I, face that's <laughs> why i didn't like the first I, one that much it's like, i thought mm. it was
1: so funny i was cracking up because my boyfriend was i was like who keeps talking and he goes that's he's talking the toxic man i was like so <laughs> <laughs> like, like yes hello darling i'm here to save you and i was like what what
2: oh, it's so bad what?
1: I was like, I'm sorry,
2: sir. I've yeah. never done this before. But again,
0: that's 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 the movie you make in high
2: school.
1: I have three, do- three different
2: people to play him. Really? Well you had Melvin and then you had the actor in the costume and then you had the guy who did the voice. That's
1: that's okay.
3: Yeah. And the lore of Toxic Avenger is so funny that like now he has traumatons that react every time evil mm-hmm. is there and he has to kill them brutally. Yeah. Like, that's the way the work.
0: <laughs> would you, this is the last question I'm going to ask. Would you like to see a mainstream Toxic Adventure movie happen because... They're doing it, right? Not that Are I they? know of. I think Peter Drinkledge. Oh. Peter
2: Drinkledge okay. was going to be so in it. Do we, wa- we, we want to see this
0: mainstream? Because they can't make the jokes they made now. But it, to you, is it worth it so that people will yeah. go back and discover it? Or is this going to be Miss mm. Marvel all over again? I never How's thought for of you, it guys? that way. <laughs> so, is it worth it to you, or do you think do you wish it was just underground and people need to discover it the right way, like we learned how to watch it? Did that does everyone understand my question on that? Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm
2: kind It'd of. A fan.
0: I'm kind of a
3: fan of that. It'd be hard to, to remake it. I mean, or you know, if there's a right way and a wrong way. To re- to remake Toxic Avenger, and if they remade it the right way, I think it could be
0: could okay. They? Could yeah, they? It could be a- there's no way they could with today's I know, sensibilities. They could.
1: I'm on the fence on that, only because you know, for example, my my favorite example is Firefly came out. It was amazing. It wasn't super. Nobody was super into it when it first came out. It wasn't until the show no longer was filming you know more yeah. shows that people started really enjoying it I started watching it and it was on reruns at night and people were like oh my god this is brilliant and then after the popularity hit they decided to go mainstream and make a movie that Nobody ended up really liking, like I still have to can talk to my friends and I'll be like, yeah. And then the movie was, I like this scene in the movie I like, like the movie. What movie. and my friend literally will deny that the movie exists. And she's like, is she talking about something that doesn't exist. I don't know what she's talking about. And I'm like, thank you. I love you too. This is a great conversation. <laughs> like the movie got me to watch the show in the first place. So I can't be mad at it. But at the same time, the movie just broke my heart so much. And now that I've seen the show and I watch it backwards, yeah. like and I watch it like the right way. I'm, I, I still kind of just like, I wouldn't know about it if I hadn't seen it backwards. So I'm, I'm, on, the fence. I'm on the fence.
0: Kevin, you have thoughts. It could work. And it,
3: now you wouldn't be able to do certain things. Okay. But sure. if you look 90% at, of the if movies, you, you look do. at shows. <laughs> well, well, here, look, if you look at shows like, and, I, and I'm, I'm, it's going to be more extreme than this. But if you look at shows like the boys who yeah. once an episode has something, you're like, Oh my God, I never see. She, she was. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she sits there and his face explodes on and the boys
0: and guitar out. Nice. Okay. Uh- guitar. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you
3: know what I mean? Like, like they showed that in the boys. And so you could do stuff and they're yeah. the right way to do it. So I'm okay with it. If they do it.
2: There's a level of political correctness that doesn't exist in the trauma world. I mean, it you, like Toxic Avenger, I, that was the one that had a, he was a heroin addict, but he was a special needs kid, right? If I'm yeah. not mistaken. I mean, you can't do that. anymore. No. You know what I mean? Like, you just, that kind of thing is just uh-huh. going to be out the window. And a lot of that was where trauma broke the mold Uh-oh. and was like, this is this is what we do if you don't like it go over there because this is what we do we're trauma and a lot of people came and a lot of people stayed some of them did you know yeah
3: so and that's where i think so, that doing it could that today work. Dude, yeah i never there's thought there's an of audience that. for it though there's it's the oh, pendulum will have to swing the other way. maybe this it. is what we need maybe this is going to change the entire american culture it's going to swing <laughs> the other way as soon as they see toxic avenger this is it
0: we need it I guess it's going to you. bring America uh, together. I agree there's <laughs> absolutely an audience for it if they do a big, mar- big a market big uh, big market movie, it ain't going to happen. And yeah. I would rather not see them crap on what was so pure.
1: Mm-hmm. I know I
0: said trauma and pure in the same, but you right. know what I'm talking right. about. You can't.
1: <laughs> I think okay.
0: that will ruin it. I don't and I honestly I don't want people that want to see a sanitized version to watch it. They don't get. Yeah, I don't it. want That's eyes. not theirs; it's ours.
2: Not for nothing, though. I do want to see Peter Drinkledge in a trauma film.
0: I'd, I'd like to <laughs> in a trauma film, but it will. There's yeah. no way it can well, happen. Well, Lloyd
2: Kaufman's involved with it, though. That's what I don't get. I, he's going to be involved with it, but I don't. I know. I just if, don't
0: see how it can can. Happen. I haven't
2: heard much more on it. I, they, I thought they did start shooting, but I don't, I, know I, if I it don't got think slammed it slammed down or what.
0: I don't think it's going to make it into. Well, look
2: into that.
3: I, you know, we're Toxic Avenger two and three weren't I mean they were bad but they weren't like as vulgar as a toxic Avenger Four or a one like so you can make a toxic film and and have it not go way overboard but there's always you know what I mean
1: I, I I'm down like, I feel like it would be oh, watch if it. they tried to remake Blazing Saddles now
0: yeah, and I right. would watch it I would be I would I would be, I would be pissed I, off good point
1: as a fan I would be pissed because you can't remake it like i'm already mad enough when i watch it on tv and they bleep out some of my favorite scenes like the one where they're all sitting around eating beans yeah how do you cut, cut the to- fart scene why do you cut that why do you need they cut,
0: cut the, the fart scene they cut yeah. the fart scene. scene on tv greatest I fart know. scene ever recorded wow that's and then they,
1: what's what's they, they literally they make the part where it's this like is and then the guy walks in and goes, "Woo, it smells!" And I'm like, but "You don't even reference why it smells. You can't. You can't right? cut the scene." So it's like that's to me that's what would happen with this. Like they would remake it and they would cut all of the good parts that the fans themselves love out. So if you did get new fans, this is you know these are the type of fans you'd get, and that's kind of why I said I'm on the fence. It would be like remaking a movie or making a movie to bring fans in, but you're losing the original fans you had. And you're you're causing a little angst between the two, and that's yeah, where angst. I feel like that it would be lost. It would be just there, instead of being community, it would but, be there would be I some would people like to
0: shuttled see, towards the original. Though. But I would like to see Lloyd Kaufman get his due a little bit, and get some money if nothing else. Yeah, because he feel- made crap. Let's be uh, let's be fair.
2: Honestly, I think that's what the Toxic Crusaders was about.
0: Um, yeah. To me.
2: It was this is this is we need to do something to okay, we can expand our audience. That's what a lot of people talk about with that. I think it was more of like, we need merch to sell and action figures. And they got the people who helped, or the people who made uh, P- I Ninja want Ninja McFarland Turtles to make that toxic adventure. you figures and, so bad. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was just all big, like, let's get in the mainstream market and make some money off of this idea, mm-hmm. you know? And, and what better people- way to do it right now than kids? Because, Teenage Mutant Turtles was hot, you know, we got some of the same people, so mm-hmm. that's what I think that was.
0: Go ahead, Pixie.
1: I was going to say, those figures are actually po- really popular, strangely enough, among very, very expensive like, figurines now. They're like, oh my god, I have the whole set. I'm going to sell it on eBay for like a thousand bucks. I'm like, holy crap! Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. Like, they're expensive. But anyway, um, what I was going to say was that I find it interesting that a Yale student, as Lloyd was, Went out and made a whole bunch of indie films for no real interest in profit, just to make films. Yeah. And now it's he heart makes it, That's It's what it's heart desired. And now he makes more films that people may not be interested in, but he makes them nonetheless. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love that that is the aspect behind it. He cornered a market that people nobody ever considered to be in. He was yeah. like, here's films that people, you know, want to make a film. Here you go. Come see me. We'll make your film. And it's not about making money, though. I wish he would make money. I don't know if he has, to be honest. But I hope he makes money because he's in a market that that is awesome and is is, is yeah. should be thriving.
2: <laughs> he made money off me, right? Right over my shoulder, right about right there on the wall. That's a Toxic <laughs> Crusader animation cell that he signed
1: nice. when we met
2: him. I I bought that and I had him sign it.
0: So okay, but I paid him a little. So quick question, and we've we've <laughs> kind of beat around this a little bit, but let me hear, and then we'll close up. What? what other directors or whatever is in the same pantheon as Lloyd Kaufman and trauma? What else is in that same pantheon? And I, mean, I, I can think of like, I think Kevin Smith is, and I think John Waters is John Waters more. So um, maybe Tarantino to a lesser extent, who do you guys think is in that same pantheon? James um, Gunn. <laughs> sorry. No, go ahead. He's kind of a student at this point, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yes, but he's still in that trauma. He, he was is so influenced by trauma that it's like it, it, what he makes to me reminds me of it. Like just watching a trauma film, I'm like, this is James Gunn to me. And of course, my boyfriend laughed because he's like, trauma came out first, babe. But I'm like, I get that. I but. think he's got his foot.
0: I would say he's got his foot in the pantheon, but he's I think he's different. That's just me personally. I'm not saying you're wrong. I, just, I don't I don't feel the same. It's that lo-fi thing, I think, is the big deal with me. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, that's how I feel about it.
1: No, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> Kevin.
0: So um,
3: I don't really care for a lot of his work, um, but Tim Burton, Tim Burton's okay. all Tim Burton's movies. They all have a certain feel to it. They're all done in a certain artistic way. And they have a whole subset of people that are all about Tim Burton. I, I don't get it, but a lot of people don't get trauma. So I, I would say Tim Burton's up there with that. He's more made more money by far. That's
1: fair. That's fair. <laughs> I totally don't own three Tim Burton bags or anything.
3: Tyler,
2: <laughs> um, you know, I think you pretty much named all the ones I was. I was thinking of uh, it, as far as somebody who makes stuff that maybe not everybody wants, but gonna have a definite following. Maybe Eli Roth.
0: But, oh yeah, Yeah. You know,
2: that's that's about the only other name I could pick out. Um, I definitely think Tarantino's in that. In that. Sam Raimi. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Until Spider Man, so, but no, I mean, but you yeah, gotta put all the mainstream. Evil Dead stuff. The Evil Dead yes. stuff—that's that's yeah, definitely about in evil. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, That's why when you said it.
0: So and that that was a show, kids. Um, whew. Check out—we uh, can't can't
2: go a whole episode without like at least saying the name Kabuki Man.
0: <laughs> oh, I know! I was gonna mention him, Kabuki Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, that'll be I- a sign off today. <laughs> <laughs> so ch- check out the website www.iheartgeekshow.com I love that sign. Uh use com yes. we paid extra for it. Uh, go to our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, our I think we have a TikTok, uh anything. June 17th, 18th, and probably we'll be there on the 19th. We're gonna be at uh, Amazing Comic Con. Come talk to us. We're gonna be all over the place. Uh, we'll interview you and yeah. And then we're gonna barbecue, but not not for y'all, but for people yeah. I know already love y'all but you know hey (laughs) until (laughs) until next time i'm dub i'm here with tyler we're here with kevin we're here with pixie kabuki man kabuki Kabuki man you have been listening to the latest episode of the iheartgeek show make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.